Is is there a dog panting in your lap? There's a dog panting in this room, and because the Chihuahuas are in here, and they were Matt said they'd go to sleep, but they have not gone to sleep. They've been just being breathers this whole time. Hello, and welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode number two hundred and sixty. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Perlman, and I am joined this evening, afternoon, morning drive to work by the one and only Samantha Har. That's me. And this week, we're going to be talking about a very important topic that has that has touched on the Magic Judge and Magic Player community. This is a incredibly serious topic that we're going to go deep on this, probably two to three hours. Right, where we're going to be covering covering this issue completely, thoroughly, explore all the corners. All <laughs> 30 of them or however many there are. Would you say that this issue is multifaceted? It is multifaceted, yes. Since we're going to be doing a pre-release episode this week, and this is kind of like a bonus one, we're going to be doing a shorter, lighter episode on D- D20s versus spin downs. <laughs> dice, dice, baby. Dun, 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 dun. Well, you make sure it's dun 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 dun, because if it's not that, then it's under pressure by Queen. And oh, that's, that's true. That's yeah. True. It's gotta it's gotta have a little uptick at the end, or else it's it's plagiarism, right? Or it is. Yeah, they're coming to get us. Yeah. So why do we suddenly care about d twenties versus versus spin downs? Well, if if the question is why do we care, then I'm going to need you to define we. But <laughs> we, we as in the collective we. We as in the judge community, we care. We do care. Um, so yeah, we've never cared about D twenties before. I, I that's one of those things I've just never paid that much attention to because I don't know. It's just one of those things. That, I don't know. I, I have spin downs. I roll a spin down and do that unless somebody complains. So, but typically that's just for like who goes first, you know. And I'm not putting a you know high stakes anything into it. So now we have all these cards coming out soon that a lot they're going to be a lot that require you to roll a d20 to get an effect in the card so randomness is going to start mattering a lot more than just a casual who's going first yeah a lot of these cards are set up like a table in D&D and if you play Dungeons and Dragons you know that typically when you roll on a table the higher numbers either it's set up so that you know it's like roll a d8 for your background trait or it's roll percentile dice or roll a d20, and the higher number is better. When you play D&D, rolling a, rolling a natural 20 is better than rolling a 4, but basically higher the higher the roll, the better the result. And there's a lot of cards in the new set that's coming up that, that mimic that. Big number, good. Low number, bad. There have been a lot of conversations, too many, uh, online regarding if a spin-down life counter can be used as a 20-sided die. And we're going to we're, we're going to give our take on that as well, as well as talk about what the rulings have been posted on on Twitter by uh, Matt Tabak and I believe Just Dunks as well. There is going to be a policy update, an MTR update. We do not know what it says. So we're kind of guessing, but at the same time, kind of not. I mean, it's it's a, I feel like it's maybe not a st- totally straightforward issue, but I, I yeah, I think we all kind of know what's coming in in a general sense. Um, so yeah, lots of conversation around this. Um, 
again, this is something that I personally, like, didn't have any opinion on whatsoever before all the conversation, but this seems to have stirred up a lot of opinions and a lot of feelings, so... Let's talk about what the physical difference differences are between a spin-down and a D20. Um, so the, the primary thing here that is, is the big differentiator that matters is the ordering, the grouping of the numbers. Um, spin-downs, as I'm sure you're aware, the numbers go sequentially, so you can tick down your life total. Um, and a D20 is more randomized, seemingly more randomized. They're not sequential, I guess is really the yeah. Like the the they numbers aren't strictly sequential. The number the numbers around the twenty aren't the next four or five highest numbers. Yeah, I, I think random isn't actually correct because I think all D twenties follow, follow are the same still, pattern. Yeah, follow the same pattern, but they are not sequential. So yeah, so like the three the three on on the D twenty that I'm looking at right now uh, because I'm a D and D nerd, so I have D twenties all over the place. Two, fourteen, and eight are the ones immediately adjacent or that share a edge. <laughs> we'll talk about edges and vertices. Whereas on a spin down, on a spin down life counter, those numbers would all be uh, significantly higher, like over fifteen. I see. We have notes here of possible quality control, um, and I guess yeah. If, if you're if you're creating a, a die that is not specifically meant to be even meant to be rolled at all necessarily, then maybe there isn't as much thought put into balancing it correctly so that's that's a good point i hadn't considered that if i'm a manufacturer of dice of a d20 it is in my interest to make a a fair die now that doesn't necessarily mean that the manufacturers are successful but there is there is at least the appearance of an intent or <laughs> that's that's in there whereas with a spin down eh the the ability to like roll the dice and have a result be random is kind of a secondary or maybe even a tertiary goal of the object. And we say that's possible. There have not been a huge amount of extensive testing, you know, over, you know, thousands of different spend downs, but given not a lot of people actually make spend downs like the only place I've ever seen spend downs are in like pre-release kits. Uh, that 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 come from Watsi or basically product for and bundles, right? Yeah, yeah, or bundles. So those are those are some differences. Uh, so some similarities uh, with with the D twenty. Um, I, I learned something. Uh, I had to look up this. how to pronounce this. <laughs> Icosahedron or Icosahedron. That's the one. Yeah. So I called this. I was calling a D twenty a dodecahedron, and turns out that's a twelve sided die. So so today I learned. An acosohedron is a 20-sided geometric shape. They're both a spin-down and a d20 are both icosahedrons. Or uh, icosahedrons. Or, you know, you can put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. They got 20 sides. Yeah, they they're got... they shape tw- with they 20 sides. 20. And they're all... And each of the 20 sides, sides are all the same shape. And then uh, both have numbers on them. <laughs> Approximately 20 of them approximately yeah well i mean i've seen i've seen seen dice with like 18 numbers and then like like a thumbs up where the 20 Uh, is and then an expletive where the one is (laughs) an expletive i was thinking like the set symbol but yeah maybe it's a big middle finger well you gotta you gotta remember on on spin downs and and d20s the the goals are a little bit different you, people can have a little bit of fun because a 20 is super significant when you get it. It's exciting, and a 1 is is bad times. 
because it probably means you failed and the DM gets to come up with something very, very creative that happens to your character as a result of that failure. So I think I think we've seen some argument that you can theoretically make, throw a, a, a spin down in such a way that it is essentially just as random, just as quality random as a d20. And I think that that is probably true, but I think the amount of effort you would have to put into doing, like bringing a dice tower, I think we were talking about, or like just really shaking it up, really, like why bother? You know, like just use a d20. Yeah, so the 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 dice have a difference of intent, right? And and so spin down spin downs are meant to, to track life totals in casual games, which is kind of funny. In tournaments, we say don't don't use dice to track your life total. Using using spin downs in comp rel events is frowned upon, right? Because you're not supposed to use dice to, to to track your life total. Yeah, in this day and age, you probably yeah, in this day and age, you probably shouldn't have a spin down out there anyway if you're playing a serious event. Yeah. So the question the question that that's being asked is, can you use spin down dice instead of a d twenty? And Sam, to your to your point, the answer is no, but but yeah, but kind of no again, right? A little bit of yeah, a little bit of no. Don't. Very unsatisfying answer, right? It is, and I think well. Yeah, I, I start doing that in my own head every time I start trying to think about how to explain it or sort of my stance on it. Well, yeah, I think to make it, I think to make a spin down fair or like basically equivalently random, you just have to put in extra effort. And I don't think it's worth it when you could just use a d20. And I think to, I think really one of the problems with spin downs is that it is just very easy, I guess, it is just easier to cheat with a spin down and why... Would you want to risk, even risk looking like you might be trying to cheat, you know? It's just a perception thing, I guess. It's, I, I doubt anyone I know is good enough to, like, just throw a spin down and have it land right on the number they want, but, like... So I've I've seen some, some videos of some people being able to, uh, air quotes, roll a spin down. Now, really what they're doing is is they're, they're spinning a spin down instead of rolling it. Twirling the okay. spin down. Right. However, you can give if you if you hold the dice in your hand and you just kind of like roll it out of your hand onto onto the mat and not like an aggressive roll, just kind of like have it fall out. It can you 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 can also influence the result so that you tend to you know tend to a particular number range. Maybe right. not you know maybe not with like a high degree of probability, but even like five or ten percent. And I feel like you know at at home you could like. Really give a spin down a good launch, but in an event you probably don't want to give anything a good launch because you'll be, you'll hit someone, you'll have to go fish it out from under someone's table, like, <laughs> so you you kind of almost have to be very cautious in the way you drop your dice. So even if you're not intending to influence it, just out of caution for not yeah. launching your die into orbit, you know, maybe you may right. end up influencing it unintentionally and it again just perception may look bad oh yeah just and a, d, a d20 or your icosahedron you know the way to undo any any perception of bias for a roll down is to have it bounce off some additional objects or maybe roll it a little bit further or or put it in a dice tower or put it in a yahtzee cup or something like that bounce to, it off your opponent to yes but you're you're rolling what's kind of essentially a ball 
you you don't necessarily and anyone that's played uh played Dungeons and Dragons knows that the dice rolling off the table is oh once or twice an evening occurrence to the point that a lot of people have like little dice trays with edges that they that they roll in and that's and then it's not necessarily like get good bounces or more fair that's just to keep the dice from going over yonder if you're trying to roll a d20 and and you're saying like or or, or a spin down and you want to bring a dice tower to yeah. keep your d20 you're not saving anything at, th- at that point you're just being like I'm going to roll a spin down and I'm going to bring all this extra stuff to make my spin down to bring my spin down fair, <clears throat> mainly because you told me I had to use a D20 and I'm going to prove you're wrong. Like there, there's a there's a logistic standpoint in there. Like you pull out your your foot and a half tall Cthulhu dice tower. Some people like some people like being contrarians just to be contrarians. And I, I, I do understand that inclination to some extent, but you could also <laughs> just not. Yeah, but. Um, if I ever go up to a table as a player and see my opponent has set up a big old dice tower, I'm gonna, I'm probably just gonna concede. I'm like, this person is way too serious for anything. <laughs> what I want to be doing with my life, like, oh no, there's here money we go. on the line, and if that dice tower, there's my patience is... on the line. <laughs> so I had a, I had a buddy uh, for for D and D. He three D printed me a foot tall dice tower of the Cthulhu statue from the Call of Cthulhu story. Like a, you know, just Cthulhu kind of cool. sitting. It's really, really cool. But you wouldn't uh, bring it to FNM, would you? Um, well... Say no. <laughs> I, maybe? Mm. I would bring D20s, but, like, who do, who doesn't want to roll in a Cthulhu dice tower? If it's just, like, a plain old box, that's boring. Mm, maybe. And I would only do it once, right? And I would, that... I would put, I would put, I would let my dice, I would put my dice in your Cthulhu dice tower because you're my friend and you're cool. But right now, nah, if I walk up to a, if I walk up to a table and I see just like a standard, a standard dice tower, I, I'm like, oh no, we got to bounce, we got to go. You want to use my Cthulhu dice tower? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you make friends at F and M. Not how you do it. It at is. All. Nope. Do that exactly <laughs> that. That is yep. the way. Yeah, so uh so yeah, go ahead and 3D print yourself a conversation starter dice tower and be a little be a little creepy about it. Don't don't be a little creepy about nope, it. Nope, do it. That's the way. Okay, so spin downs, they have a few negative things. The spin downs, they aren't advertised as fair dice. Okay. So they it's it, yeah, it's possible that they're just as fair as a regular D20. It's also a lot of D20s aren't actually fair either, especially the 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 wacky ones with you know, certain epoxy swirls or little uh, little stars in the middle of them or whatever, little eyeballs or, or whatnot. Those are also possibly not exactly balanced, but a, a fair D20 is, is meant to be a fair D20, whereas spin downs aren't actually advertised as, as fair. Okay, so that's, that's kind of one of the things where the, the counterpoint is, you know, a lot of D20s aren't actually fair either. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to use those either. Well, so uh, this this sounds like one of those things where, you know, I say, well, spin downs aren't fair. And my brother says, well, D20s aren't fair. And, you know, dad says, well, life's not fair. And that ends the conversation, <laughs> but doesn't actually resolve anything. It just, but it does right. successfully end the conversation. <laughs> the the point is, is, is you're supposed to use something fair, regardless of whether or not it's a, it's a, it's a D20 or a, a, a spin down. It is easier to cheat with spin downs. It's also easier to 
unknowingly bias your rolls with just some like some half rolls where you just kind of like hold in your hand and just kind of drop it and then it bounces like twice limp wrist it yeah i mean realistically that's a thing like we have an insufficient shuffling penalty because shuffles are just kind of like eh, just mash it a few ton i mean there's gonna be some as you said limp wristed rolls insufficient wind up yeah, yeah, it's insufficient. Like maybe that'll be a penalty. And well, he said it was changes to the MPR, not the IVG. But yeah, insufficient uh, drop dropping the dice. There's also a perception. Okay, you know if you're using a D twenty, or sorry, if you're using a spend down rather. Well, are you? Since it is easier to cheat, why are you using that when the card says to use a D twenty? Right. Like are. Are you a contrarian or a cheater? I don't want to have to guess. Yeah. And there's there's things in policy geared towards that. Like, uh, did you know that you're not allowed to shuffle in your lap? Like, you've got to keep your cards above the surface of the table, right? You know, I don't think I actually knew that was actually in the rules, but that's one of those things that I think I I figured everyone just did for, right. you know, but, appearances sake. But, but why? Like, if I'm holding my hand down in my lap, I'm not necessarily cheating, but it gives a perception... It's, it increases the opportunity that something is just like, no, so keep the cards above the, the surface of the table. The electronic device policy that we've got is geared the way it is, is to prevent uh, outside of, outside assistance from coming in or the possibility of cheating. Deck checks in and of themselves are not meant to catch cheaters. They are meant to uh, discourage cheating, Right. All right, and that's kind of what using a d20 over a spin down a spin down is. Now, do we want to say like what what Watsi has has released uh, on this position at least via Twitter? Um, I haven't actually seen that. I, I okay. think I heard that they had so, made some sort of statement. What is yeah. their official statement? So, so the announcement the, the the official ish ish statement was uh, for casual games, do whatever. You know, kitchen table, whatever. You're with you're with friends at tournaments. Use a use a d20 as as opposed to a spin down, and that makes a lot of sense. Like if you're sitting at your casual table and you're playing with someone that you're concerned about them cheating, why are you at the kitchen table with them? I promise you don't have to invite them to your home. Right, right. And most game stores that you go to, they will have a fishbowl of d20s somewhere in their store. My store does. Yeah, for sure. We, and in fact, we just have extras. You know, we just have extras. We will let you borrow if you need to, if you need to just use one. You know, the argument of well, I've already got a lot of spin downs. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, but you haven't really been using them outside of casual play because, again, don't use dice. You don't, you're not supposed to use dice to track your life total anyway. The thing that they give you, you're not supposed to use. Well, I mean, I have a lot of cans of corn, but that doesn't mean I'm going to use them to decide randomness in my card game. <laughs> I will. Roll this can of corn. We'll play. We'll <laughs> Just because play... you have a lot of something doesn't mean it sufficiently randomizes a game of Magic: The we'll Gathering. Play... That's bad logic. So, ideally, the the best argument there there, there was a comedian, uh, Jim Jeffries, who did a comedy bit on guns. He he said in the in the comedy routine, uh, he said there's only there's only one reason to have guns. And I feel that it's the same reason that people want to use uh, spin downs. And that reason is, F off, I like spin downs. That's, that's it, yeah. That's, and that's the that's reason. That's as straightforward as you get. 
that's the reason. It's like, and that's eh, it's not a great reason, you know. But that's that's what you're working with. It's the least suspicious reason, and that says something. Right, but again, what it looks like, and there is going to be some some documentation in the in the MTR. But where things look like they're going is for casual kitchen table play. You want to use spin downs, fine. You want to play. You want to use a twister wheel, fine. Uh, something with twenty equally likely pr- probabilities, fine. Use that. Tournaments though is going to be an actual D twenty. Now, as far as what the penalties are or what the policies, if you're at a GP and we catch you using one of those spin those those dirty filthy spin downs. I don't know. It's probably going to be like a finger whack and use a D20. You got a D20? Can you use your opponents? You know, like someone's going to have one. Also, it's D&D, man. You're you're playing D&D in with magic cards. Like D&D is all about the D20. Right. And these cards look so cool. I'm actually really excited for this set. I think it's really unique design space and I can't wait to get into it here with the the release notes and everything soon. There's there's a lot of things coming up in this set and we will talk about that on next episode. That's kind of all we got to say i think we've kind of beaten this horse to death what do you i think it's i think it's an interesting topic because it's one i never would have i would have thought would be that contentious but you know people have feelings people have thoughts so that's that's interesting yeah the funny the funny thing is is the the visceral reaction of the spin down crowd kind of caused a a a visceral reaction in me for the for the d20 position you know (laughs) Like everyone's just going ugh, ugh, at each well, other. I, I, I can admit like where a whole lot, like if you just asked me like spin down or D20, I'd be like, you know, clear, clearly D20, but it's just a slight preference because of these various reasons. And then people coming in and be like, no, here's all the reasons why spin down is legitimate. And, and you just kind of look at it and you're like, ah, oh. and the fact that they're kind of like pushing so hard on D20 makes me want to be like no d20 or they're pushing so hard on spin down makes me want to go no d20 you know i can't believe that you're fighting this hard for spin down because it it really should just kind of be a yeah okay this is how extremism happens eventually we're going to start getting those like little facebook notifications that have popped up recently like are you know or is someone you know prone to extremism (laughs) and it's just about d20s (laughs) What is what is there's a there is a mental uh, condition where it's something like this this the simpler the topic is the more vehemently people defend their position on it like the the, the easier it is to that, that makes sense I can kind of see why that is because the simpler something is the the more obvious it seems right I, at least I guess yeah. you know like something something like putting putting socks on first or putting pants on first you know oh pants first yeah putting socks on first that's weird what. No. Okay, this oh, this, no, this is no, an no, unprompted no. okay, this wait. is an unprompted <laughs> disagreement. It's like no, uh, you put, no, no, no. No, you put socks on first. Why would you put pants on first? Okay, well, I think this this comes from me not wanting to wear socks unless I am obligated to wear socks. I'm from Tennessee. You you can barely get me to wear shoes, you know, like Oh, okay. I don't I don't I don't want things on my feet. I would just go barefoot, but I do have to wear shoes. I I will wear socks if I must, but I I don't like them on my feet, so no. I I begrudgingly okay. put them on at the end. I I will uh even if I don't put pants on for the day, I will put socks on cuz you know, working from home, whatever. <laughs> what? Um Just saying, I'll put socks on and just kind of Walk around the house 
You know, everyone take some time to formulate that mental image nope. of Brian no, don't. Coleman. Do just not, do in, not. In his socks, just. But, but <laughs> I mean, when you, dog. okay, let's 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 establish a common baseline. If you are doing something that requires both pants and socks, which do you put on first? If you got to wear both, it's got to be the pants first. Mm, I'm 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 socks, and and here's why. I'll give you I'll give you a. a a real logical explanation. Okay. I sit down. I put my socks on. Then I put my pants legs on. I stand up, button up the pants. If I had to put the socks on, I'd have to sit back down and put the socks on. So, so? it's all about efficiency. <laughs> you got to sit back down to put your shoes on anyway. No, because the shoes are downstairs. Okay. And when you get downstairs, you're going to have to sit down to put your shoes on, sure, right? Sure, but I'm not going to put socks in my pocket and then carry them down to where I put my shoes on and then put my sh- my my socks on and then my shoes on there okay well right? okay well that is exactly what i do it, quite literally exactly what i do but here's the question Jeez. if you do if you do put your socks and shoes on basically at the same time do you do sock sock shoe shoe or do you do sock shoe sock shoe okay i'm just gonna say at this point um all real content of this show is <laughs> is done at this point we're just like we should be charging like a Patreon level for this conversation at this point. Okay, we should be so, paying you to listen to us do this. Right, um, right. Okay, so what was the scenario? Shoe, shoe, sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or shoe, sock, yeah. shoe, sock? Yeah. Well, that would be awful. Shoe, sock is is horrible. No, no, no. no nobody sock does. Shoe, nobody does sock, sock shoe, shoe. shoe, sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Okay. Or sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Okay. Very seldom are the shoes co-located. With the socks. Well, let's just say they are. Let's just say they are. Um, no, because um, it would throw my balance off to have one one sock and shoe on one foot, and the other the other foot completely naked and and bare. Like that's just oh no way. Because oh cause no what way. Because hold on. Because what if something happens and you have to run away, like a like a bear crashes through your front door or something? Then suddenly you've got one shoe on and sock, and then the other is just completely you're completely barefoot. Wouldn't that throw you off? No. Well, see here. This is a this is a game then of risk assessment. See. Okay. That is a that is a valid point. That is a that is a risk to consider. However, the the risk I think is more scary and likely than that is that I will put on sock, put on sock, and then something on the floor will be wet and touch my sock, and then I will simply pass away. Where do you put your socks on that there's something wet? At the front entryway. There's rain, there's dogs, there's... If, I, if, I, if I'm wearing just socks and touch something wet, I, I will just... I will leave. I will leave this plane of existence. Absolutely not. So no... You do sock and then shoe, so that while you're putting the others on, your your foot already has the shoe to... Now, what if you step in something wet while you're just, just barefoot? Then it's just like, oh, well, I stepped in something wet. Well, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's different. Huh. A wet sock is... But one how... Of the I mean, are we talking, are we talking like, a little drip of water from where you emptied the dishwasher in in sock feet and you step on a little bit of water? Or are you talking like, like, you've got, you have a rain puddle in your bedroom? If I can feel water through my sock, I that we're we're done. That's it. Over. Hmm. <laughs> oh, we're talking we're talking CB talk now. Over. <laughs> so the real takeaway from this episode is that Obama is coming for your spin downs. They're taking our spin downs. Right. That is that is the real takeaway here. Thank you everyone. Good night. <laughs>
See you for release notes. Well, I'm I'm just completely floored that you you wait until the front entry before you're leaving the house to put your socks on and you put your socks and shoes on at the same time. Well, I'm not going to wear my shoes around the house like some kind of savage. Well, no, of course you, you don't wear your shoes around the house. Clean. Yeah, the floor is going to be absolutely filthy. So, so you just you just go around in your sock feet because then you get to slide oh, no. on the tile. And that's oh, awesome. No. And see, see, we get back to the water and stuff and dirt and mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, if you're wearing socks, then it kind of works like little mini uh, a little mini broom at the same time, picking up all the dirt as you just kind of slide around. That's what the Helps broom is for. No, no. That's what we have brooms for. Well, I mean, we've got brooms, but, like, you can do the work a little bit yourself at the same time. Back in college, every now and then, I would just put Swiffer, those Swiffer Sweeper claws on my feet and just kind of ice skate around. Yeah. But, I mean, socks socks are awesome. You can do, like, the whole risky business thing. You just slide in. You can't do that. You can't do that in your bare feet. That's true. That's true. Right. Maybe. So we, we, we've established socks. Okay. Yeah. I've won. We declare it. I'm doing the editing. End the show. Brian wins. Sock shoe, sock shoe pants argument. Jeez. That was like a 10 minute digression. It was. Complete <laughs> and, digression. And I think it proved my point. Breakdown. The, the simpler or the, the, stupid, the stupider the argument, the stronger people's opinion. Although I, I feel like it, it's part of judge culture to argue about things that just could not possibly matter less, but. Or at least fun thought experiments. So, you know, I think that, I think it's part of our culture. It's part of what we do here in the judge program. We argue a lot about, like, is this a replace? Is this a self-replacement effect? Is this a, is this a enters the battlefield replacement effect? Or is this an enters the battlefield trigger? Uh, does this trigger trigger when it goes to the graveyard or when it, when it uh, goes to the graveyard from anywhere? Like, we're kind of taught to be nitpicky. And, and this is a thing to be nitpicky about. Right, it's what we do. Um, yeah, now, I will say that there are some D20s. There's there's these big D20s that I got that are about like an inch and a half. And when you roll a D20, they just explode light up when you roll a 20 on them. That's so cool. Right? So that right there is 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 makes it better than any any spin down, right? Because no spin, no spin down is going to light up when you get like the Ikoria sim- set symbol be cool if it did but yeah not happening yeah it'd be cooler if you did be cooler if you did all right this is for a short episode this has gone on a lot longer than expected you want to you want to see us out no way it's your turn to see us out i've done it the last oh, is like, it oh crap it's your turn. okay thank you for joining us on a stream of consciousness episode of JudgeCast. Uh, you can join us next time where we are going to be going over the Adventures from the Forgotten Realms release notes. Until then, you can send us an email at judgecast.com or like us on Facebook, JudgeCast, or follow us on Twitter at JudgeCast. Till next time, I'm Samantha Har and I keep it fun. I'm Brian Prilliman and I keep it fair. Hello and welcome. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that again. The wind up. The wind up. That was a swing and a miss. Oh my goodness. Whoo. Okay. Ooh, okay. Shake it off. Shake it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Hello and Hello Stupid. We shouldn't be allowed out of the house. No, no. Hello and welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode two. I did it again. Okay, so many full starts. We got deep breath. I got this. I got got this. this. Podcast pros, I can do this. All right. Take five? At least. Hello and welcome to JudgeCast.